Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 129 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Yesterday, a friend sent me a paper by a professor out of the University of Wyoming. His name is uh, Kevin Monteith, and it was super interesting. It was talking about competition between elk and mule deer. But after I got done reading the article, I just started looking through... Uh, the different projects he's worked on. One that caught my attention is just because we're going through it now. thought we'd talk about it. The study was called Large Herbivores Surf Waves of Green Up During the Spring. And they had this thought or hypothesis that the animals are following the green up as it moves across the landscape. Uh, you can just look out your door and see it happening now. They called it the green wave hypothesis. This has been around for quite some time. Uh, in certain situations, it was applied to waterfowl and as they migrate from the south to the north. And they used it for uh, herbivores in this case. And they looked at bighorn sheep, mule deer, elk, bison, and moose. They had a total of uh, 10 populations, two each. So two deer, two deer, mule deer, two elk, two moose. And they looked at those populations and they studied whether they were actually following that green wave hypothesis. Were they surfing that green wave? Of the 10 populations, seven of those 10 populations scored high on what they call the IRG index and the IRG index is instantaneous rate of green up. And they calculated and gave each one a value. And seven of the 10 followed the highest rate of green up. So they were at the peak of that green up and they followed it as they migrated across the landscape. Three of those populations didn't. So the overall theme is yes, it looks like these animals are definitely following the green up why the variation in the in the other three populations first they don't know there there's some suggestions and things they should look at but they did offer some possible explanations one body size two of the populations were elk they didn't follow the peak green up they lagged behind the peak. They still followed the green up, but they lagged behind it. They didn't follow the peak. And the, the last one was bison, and it had no change in behavior based upon the green up. Just could care less. Didn't do anything. So they looked at their thinking is body size. Uh, the larger the animal, the little uh, less picky they have. They can consume more quantity over quality. Another one they were looking at is whether uh, a possible challenge that these animals are facing is what they call sight fidelity. It's the animal's ability to remember the past. So every time they have migrated through this area, there may be something holding those animals back or causing them not to select the green up at all. And it's usually site-specific. That's why we see one population of bison follow the green up and another not. So there could be some factors there in how they move across the landscape based upon their previous experiences. And another one that's uh, kind of interest, inter interesting is their interactions amongst themselves and with other species. There may be some negative consequences for following the green up. 
if they are in a rush to follow that green up, maybe they are being brought directly in conflict with another species, whether it's a predator or another herbivore, who knows? So that may be causing some issues there. Overall, yes, the animals are following the green up, but there are some situations in which they may not, because that's what wildlife likes to do. They always like to create problems and give you conundrums. So that's all I got for today. Thank you guys for listening to episode 129. If you uh, liked it, go ahead and follow us and like it on Facebook or Instagram and let your friends know about it. Thanks. Have a great day. Stay wild.